Thanks for joining us, and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. Periodically, we'll bring you true stories of angelic encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. When we come back, we'll begin our next episode. Hello and welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the future of America and how it shapes out in prophecy. We've had many of these prophecies on before, such as Chris Reed and his vision of the downfall of the dollar, as well as other prophecies for America. We've talked about the Dmitry Duderman prophecies for an invasion of America. But today we're going to hear from three different prophets that you may have already heard before, Shane Warren, Maurice Scalar, and Henry Groover. We're going to start now with Shane Warren, and God has given him a vision of future events in America. I was sitting in my house, and, uh, and I have a big screen in, in my house, and this was in our, our, the house that we had previous to the one we have now, and there's a big screen and a big cutout section of our cabinets, and I'm watching this. Everybody's asleep. I'm basically, I'm watching Fox News is what I'm watching. And in just, in just a moment, it was like the whole television screen switched right before my eyes. Now, again, you have to keep in mind, I'm awake. I've never had an open vision like this before. I don't know what this is. I think I'm watching 9-11 unfold again. And so while I'm sitting there, the whole television screen switches. And this news anchor comes on and he says, Ladies and gentlemen, the oddest thing is happening. Normally, hurricanes form in, over the ocean, over water, and then they come upon, uh, uh, on shore. He said, but there is a hurricane that has formed over America. And while he was talking, it went to a satellite image. I saw literally from north to south, from east to west, uh, the, the side of a hurricane, a storm, that was over America, the eye of the storm was moving right down the center of America. The the news anchor said, this is the oddest storm, this hurricane, this is unbelievable. He's describing this thing. And then he says, ladies and gentlemen, we have we have a correspondent who is on the ground in the eye of the storm. Immediately the, the television goes to this correspondent and like you would see with any other you know, news report in a hurricane, this man's kind of being beaten and tossed with the wind. And there's, you can see the debris just swirling around his, his body. And he's saying, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is an unusual storm. This isn't like any storm that I've ever reported on. And he reaches down on the ground and he picks up a handful of $1 bills. And he said, ladies and gentlemen, he said, this is a storm of dollar bills. Well, when he said that, immediately it came back to the news anchor. And now again, keep in mind, I'm awake. I'm thinking this is actually happening, right? I, I, it hasn't dawned on me that this is a vision. I think this is the real deal and this is actually happening. And so it comes back to the news anchor and, it, and the news anchor says, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there's been another tragedy that has hit America. We have just experienced a major earthquake on the New Madrid fault line. 
And immediately I started seeing pictures of devastation all over the New Madrid fault line. I saw cities that were flooded. I saw cities that were destroyed. I saw people walking around in the streets, stumbling around in the smoke and in the debris. Uh, they looked like they were dazed. People were crying out for help. And, uh, and while I was watching this, division, it was like the, all of the United States was just split in half. While I was watching this, behind my right ear, I was sitting on the couch and behind my right ear, I heard a booming voice, which I believe to be the voice of the Lord that said these words, they divided my land, now I will divide their land. I knew immediately that God was speaking about Joel chapter 3, where God prophesies through the prophet Joel about the parting of the land of Israel and judgment coming to the nations. And God said, I will re reward you swiftly, quickly for what you've done to my land. And so I felt like this earthquake, and I, you know, people say, was it a literal earthquake? Was it a spiritual earthquake? Was it a, a, a dividing of the nation? I can't say. All I can tell you is what I saw. I can tell you that I saw devastation. I continued to watch the television. And by this time, you know, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I'm thinking, oh my God, what am I going to do? Do I go wake up my family? Do I call people? How am I going to open the church? What's the church going to do? I'm I'm a thousand, come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. A thousand thoughts are going through your mind in just a flash. And then all of a sudden, I see more pictures going on television. People are rioting in the streets. I see riots all over America. I see cities on fire and blazing. I see people riding in the streets, looting buildings, things of that nature. And one of the things that sticks out to me more than anything else in this vision that I've never forgotten is I saw people holding a signs, big signs. And on the signs it said, I want my entitlements. And I knew that this had something to do with the economy. When I saw these signs, I want my entitlements, immediately I was sucked up uh, from where I was right then, and I was just in a flash, I was sitting in a room in the Middle East. Now, you say, how do you know it's the Middle East? Because I've been to the Middle East several times, and the Middle East has a feel to it. Anybody that's been to Israel or that part of the world knows that the Middle East just has a feel, that Mediterranean feel that no other place in the world has. I knew I was in the Middle East, and uh, I was sitting in a room, and there was a long table, and there were heads of nations around these tables. I can tell you who was there. China was there, India was there, Indonesia was there, Syria was there, Turkey was there, Iran was there, uh, just uh, Saudi Arabia was there, Russia was there. I mean, I could just go on and on. Egypt was sitting around the table. All of these nations were sitting around this long table, and they were having a discussion. And the discussion was how to destroy America. And they went around the table in this discussion and, uh, you know, they tossed several ideas. And finally, one of the people stood up, uh, which I, I could tell you the nation that stood up, but I want to hold that for a later time because the Lord hasn't released me to say this. Uh, only to my church has he released me to, to share that. But this nation stood up, leader stood up and said, I can tell you how we're going to do it. The American dollar is in trouble. There is nothing holding stability to the American dollar except one thing. He said, here's what it is. All of us have to purchase dollars. It is the world currency. We have to purchase dollars to buy oil. And he said, what we're going to do 
is we're going to buy and sell oil with a different currency other than the American dollar. And when you take that one thing out of that equation, the American dollar will collapse. They're having this discussion. And I'm sitting here like a third party listening to this. And I'm thinking, what in the world am I hearing? And one guy, they started having a discussion, okay, what currency are we going to use? And they went around the table and nobody could come to an agreement of a currency. And finally, one of them said, I know what we'll do. We can all agree that we will trade oil for gold. Will everybody agree to that? And they said, yes, we will agree to that. And I knew immediately when I heard that, I immediately hit my body. I was sitting back on my couch. I came to, I was awake, I was shaking. I couldn't believe what I'd just seen. I knew God was showing me something that was about to happen. The Lord showed me some other things while I was in that about the Middle East. I saw the entire Middle East pushing America out of the Middle East. We'll be right back with more after this. Hello again. This is The Watchman. Please join us each week for an exciting and inspirational podcast dealing with angel encounters, heavenly visitations, near-death experiences, as well as modern-day prophecies that are relevant to us today. So tune in each week and share it with your friends. After all, they could use a little inspiration in their life, too. That's the Watchman on the Wall podcast, and now you can find us on YouTube. Now, in part two of our podcast, we're going to hear from Henry Groover, who had a vision of an invasion of America. Here now is his story in his own words. I went up the Eagle Tower, and later I only learned it as Eagle Tower later. I didn't know the name of the tower. When I got to the top of it, there were eight kind of nobular-looking things on, on in, aiming eight different directions, north, south, east, and west, and in between. And I kind of looked at them, and they were in these notches like where you could fire arrows out from. And I was standing looking out over the island, uh, island of Anglesey, standing there when all of a sudden, in this vision, I was shot up into the heavens and looking down on the earth like you would look at a satellite picture. You see it every time you see the weather. It looked somewhat similar, and I had supernatural vision. I looked down, and I saw a massive military movement coming out of... Uh, the uh, Icelandic waters up above Iceland. I couldn't believe my eyes in what I saw. I saw this massive military movement coming out of this area up in here. It came down between, in the Atlantic, down between the United States and Europe. It was marine and air, as you can see, the, the airplanes. This was my first confirmation in the sense from a uh, from General Walker. General Walker has given me many confirmations. This was my first picture of actually that they had drawn this assault taking place. It shows also the movement coming out of Europe uh, across to take these countries. And NATO command center is right in here. So you're looking at some very, very uh, serious fronts that Russia has been building and has. This massive military movement coming down between the United States and Europe just troubled me as I'm watching it. 
So then I looked off across at the United States wondering, well, if they're doing that across the Atlantic, what are they doing in the United States? That's too big to just be a, a maneuver. And I looked down, and as I looked across at the United States, I first saw the eastern seaboard of the Atlantic seaboard. And I looked, and I saw these submarines look like they were parked right along our beaches, all the way along the east coast. And what I mean by along the beaches is where the sands, if you fly and look down in the ocean at the clear water of the ocean, you will see the point where the, the beaches begin, the white sands begin to turn, and it gets darker, and you can see the edge of the beach, so to speak, or the sand that's washed back into the sea. They were parked with their hulls right at the point of where that sand was beginning to discolor, and, and the floor of the ocean was coming through. And I couldn't believe my eyes. I mean, they were all along there, and so I looked, because at that time we lived in Portland, Oregon, so I looked off across toward Portland, Oregon, and I saw these submarines along the Pacific coast, and I began to look all the way down as I looked down in towards San Diego. There they were along our coast. And as I was looking down towards San Diego, all of a sudden I saw motion all across the United States, and these radio towers, it's like they were coming out of the ground and going up into the air, and then they were dotting their lines out like they were broadcasting. And I was made to, to know that they were sounding the alarm. But as they began to sound the alarm, all of a sudden, the broadcasting signals went out and they sprinkled to the ground like dust. And I was totally aware, made totally aware in the vision, that the warning was not getting through. And I shouted in the heavens and I said, oh no, Lord, the warning isn't getting through. They won't even know what hit them. And as I said that, all of a sudden, the first missile fired out of a submarine and it went up and it hit right over New York City. I watched that city literally disintegrate into the atmosphere as that massive explosion took place. I mean, it was gone, folks. There'll be nothing left of that city. Then all of a sudden, I looked down along the coast and about where I would say be about Miami, Florida. And I told them down there last night, and they weren't too happy to hear that. And I said, and Miami disappeared. And then all of a sudden, because I was seeing this happen here, I looked away then. So I don't know if there were more explosions took place between those two as far as the coastal area. I didn't see it. My concern was over toward Oregon again because my family was in Portland at that time. As I was looking over toward Portland, I saw another explosion. It looked like it was in the area of Seattle, Bellevue. That area went up, just like New York and Miami. Then all of a sudden I looked down and here's another one going off and it looked like the San Francisco area. Then down about Los Angeles, just about to Los Angeles and then San Diego. I saw those five nuclear-looking explosions, and I tell you, they literally devastated everything. Whatever was in their path, it went into the heavens. In the Russian invasion vision, I saw that massive military, I saw them hitting in on the nation and hitting our coasts and pounding them. And then all of a sudden, I was back down on the Eagle Tower looking at a leftward way, down into the village automatic because that's the position I was looking at standing in the heavens and I watched the village the cars are going normal speed people were walking normal talking normal and I thought and I don't know how long I stood there and watched thinking well are the alarms gonna go off at any minute if this is happening in the United States they gotta they gotta know it They've got to sound the alarms. If there's that kind of a military going down across the Atlantic now, there's got to be some alarms set off. No alarm went off. 
So I began to settle in on that understanding, and so I uttered these words. Oh God, if this is not happening, then what will be the sign of it happening and of its time? That was my words standing there. As I spoke those words, these words were spoken very clearly back to me. December the 14th, 1986, when Russia opens her gates and lets the masses go, the free world will occupy themselves with transporting, housing, and caring for the masses, will begin to let their weapons down, and will cry peace and safety, and that's when it will happen. Next we'll hear from Maurice Scalar, who had a dream about the destruction of America. This week I had a dream. It was a terribly frightening dream. In it I saw a huge angel standing, suspended in the air over New York Harbor. It looked so large that it covered the night sky. His body was clad in golden armor, as if he were going to war. His face and entire being were so bright that I could not gaze up at him for long. White beams of light seemed to radiate outward from him in all directions. He was standing over the Statue of Liberty. It was night, but I could hardly see the lights around him coming from New York City as he blazed so brightly with divine light. He reached for his belt that was covered with a red sash around his midsection and drew out his sword. It was so massive, it blazed with light and fire all around it. It looked at least a hundred feet long. I've never felt such fear when I saw an angel before. I just knew this mighty warring spirit had authority from the very throne of God. He had a grim expression as he held his mighty sword over his head with both hands. I could see that he was poised to hit the Statue of Liberty and cleave it in two. I trembled and tried to hide, but the angel was looking directly at me, and I knew there was nowhere to go that he would not see me. Then he spoke. His voice was like thunder and echoed through the, throughout the whole harbor. He said, how long will you refuse to humble yourself, O America? You have been weighed in the balances of God and found wanting. Your beginning was great and noble, but your end shall be disgrace and destruction. Thus saith the Lord of heaven's armies, the Lord of hosts, time is running out. The bowls of my wrath are full of my fury and judgment. They shall be poured out upon you. You shall drink them down to the dregs, every drop. I have come to you day and night, pleading with you to return to me for over 100 years. I am merciful and long-suffering. It brings me no joy to judge you. But you have hardened your hearts, scoffed at my warnings through my prophets and my holy servants. I brought you from nothing and exalted you, O America, o America higher than any other nation. But now you have fallen lower than Sodom. You have sinned greater than Egypt. You have become prouder than Babylon and Persia. You have become more selfish than Rome. You have, you have exalted yourself in your own wisdom higher than Greece. You have more idols and high places of idolatry and luxury than any Gentile kingdom in history. Your beginning was pure and great. 
but now the stench of your sin and filth fills my nostrils. I shall cut you in pieces, and you shall reap the harvests of wrath from what you have sown. You shall no longer be the queen of nations. Now you shall bear your shame and become the lowest of the heathen nations. Now, as Agag, you shall be hacked in pieces. O earth, 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 hear ye the word of the Lord. Then to my horror, that massive sword came smashing down on Lady Liberty. When it hit the top of her head, there was a blinding flash of light, and that sword split her in two, right down the middle. Then the sword came again and again against her. It divided her in pieces. As the sword would finish each strike, fires would burst forth. I heard terrible explosions. The vision of the statue ended with an earthquake as it was hacked into pieces and sunk into the harbor. I was weeping and crying out to God for mercy. <laughs> Never had I seen the sight of God before. I had only really known the love and goodness of Him. Never had I seen the wrath of the Almighty. Then, as if I was watching from a zoomed-in close-up, the dream shifted, and I started started to zoom outward from New York Harbor and started traveling in the air over America. What I saw was horror beyond anything I've ever seen. I saw the United States seem to crack in two with a giant earthquake right down the middle. I saw the southeastern United States covered with a giant, giant wave of water from the ocean. I saw a massive earthquake that just seemed to crack off the coast of California. The great cities along the west coast just fell into the ocean all the way from Mexico up to Alaska. And giant waves flooded inland until much of the west coast just wasn't there. It had disappeared into the Pacific Ocean. Then I saw three giant rocket missiles that took off into the air. Two came out from the ocean waters and one came from land and traveled a great distance. All of them blew up in the air, one, two, and three, in the upper atmosphere within five minutes of each other. It was out near space. There were terrible nuclear bombs. But the last one was the biggest, and it created a huge mushroom cloud over the Midwest part of America. Then the ground shook, and everything just went black. There wasn't any electric light coming out of any homes. Then candles began to be lit, and fires, and a little light was seen. There were other nuclear explosions, and many people perished throughout the nation. There was just twisted metal and charred debris in cities that once were tall and majestic. There was widespread looting and gangs roaming about everywhere with guns, stealing whatever food and supplies they could find. Then I saw what looked like elite riot police by the thousands go into communities and even cities, forced the people out of their homes and brought into what looked like concentration camps. Some, but not all, of these police armies had light blue helmets on. Hundreds of thousands of people were arrested in this way. Many would not, quote, cooperate and were just shot and left dead in their homes. But there were millions of hidden groups that escaped the first wave of these terrible disasters. Revival broke out, and great evangelists and prophets and apostles rose up and began to preach to thousands outdoors. And many were saved and were born again. Miracles of provision, multiplication of food and water, and astonishing healings occurred. Millions of people cried out to God, and he heard and answered. 
I knew that this was not just happening in America, but the Great Tribulation was upon them, and all over the world these calamities were also taking place. I saw multitudes of tribulation saints refusing to renounce Jesus as Lord. They were starving, many of them, but still refused to take the stamp on their bodies so they could eat and live. There was what looked like kiosks that were in every little town. They advertised food and water, but only if you went inside them and took the electronic mark. Some went in bowed down to a holographic movie image and movie images of the Antichrist and were branded in their hands and foreheads with an electronic tattoo-like stamp. When they came out, if they came out, they had a zombie-like look. Their minds and souls were gone. It looked like they had a spiritual lobotomy. Then these, these immediately joined the armies of those police units and were given weapons after they were fed and drank and rested in that kiosk. They were like robots doing the Antichrist's bidding. I knew that they were lost forever. But quite a few did not make it out. They were tortured mentally and physically inside that kiosk thing. But if they still refused the mark of the beast, there was a laser that shot through their brain and heart and sliced their heads off. Then they were immediately incinerated. Nothing but ashes remained. This was the most horrifying of all. It made the Nazi death camps look like a picnic, if that is possible. Millions of people were executed in this way via computer systems automatically with such precision and efficiency that I marveled that something like this was even possible and could take place on a, such a large scale. The technology was more advanced than I had ever seen. Then... I was back looking at that terrible angel of the Lord, and he said, Warn everyone, flee from the wrath to come. Repent and turn to Jesus while you still can. Pray that you may escape these things that are shortly to happen, and to stand in the presence of the Lord. These things are about to take place. Turn to God and cry out for mercy. Come into the ark of salvation before the doors of grace close, and it is too late. That's the that's what I wrote the vision. Hello again, this is the Watchman. Please join us on our new video channel called Encounters from Beyond the Veil. It's the same exciting content as our audio podcast but in a shorter, but yet a video format. Also, please subscribe so you won't miss any of our episodes. That's Encounters from Beyond the Veil, exclusively found on YouTube. Thanks again for listening, and if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Any comments or suggestions you may have, you can send to the Watchman on the Wall 2020 at gmail.com. We encourage you to subscribe so you'll always be notified of our future episodes. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Watchman on the Wall 
Podcast.